0: Welcome back everybody to 2023 and the Keys Weekly Sports Prep podcast with Coach McDonald. The only place to get your Florida Keys prep sports news and history. You can find this podcast every Thursday at keysweekly.com. Please share it and like. You can find me on Facebook at Florida Keys and Key West High School Sports History. You can also hear this podcast on the radio Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on WKWF AM 1600 and WKWF FM 103.3. Welcome everybody. It's 2023. There's so much going on and I'm just going to start this podcast with a little bit of a rant. You know, I normally, I really have never really talked about pro sports, college sports or anything like that, but I want to talk about the Miami Dolphins and the more things change, the more things stay the same. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, if you're living in the Florida Keys, if you lived in the Florida Keys, you probably have some relationship with the Miami Dolphins. I know I do. I've been a Dolphin fan. I, before moving down here in 1997, I grew up in Miami. I've been a Dolphin fan ever since I could remember. I could remember the heartbreak in 1982 with Joe Theismann. I could remember the heartbreak in 1985 when Marino lost to the 49ers, and, and the 49ers just beat the Dolphins so bad. And I remember thinking, obviously, in 1985, well, I guess Marino will be back to the Super Bowl at some point, and he never was, and... Then you have the post Marino years, all of those years, you know, pretty much ending the same way: nine and seven, eight and eight, seven and nine, something like that. And I just got the biggest kick because I realized, you know, last weekend when the Dolphins lost to the Patriots, it becomes, hey, if the Dolphins beat the Jets and the Bills beat the Patriots and the Dolphins are going to be in the playoffs, and I just laughed because. I can't count how many times it seems that all the Dolphins had to do was beat the Jets at the end of the year to go to the playoffs. And the Jets never had anything to play for. They don't have anything to play for today or or this weekend. And I'm sure the Jets are going to beat the Dolphins. So it's just crazy to me. In 2023, the more things change, the more they stay the same. The Dolphins did your classic thing that the miami dolphins always do and that's give you hope at the beginning of the year that win at the beginning of the year um against buffalo was the uh, most excited i've been as a dolphin fan you know in the last 30 years absolutely true i really thought that it had finally changed and it's just, I guess it's a little bit reassuring that the more things change, the more they stay the same. And and here we go again with the Miami Dolphins. So, this podcast is coming out on Thursday. The Dolphins play this weekend against the Jets. And obviously, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be rooting for the Dolphins. but. I can just remember the days of old. All the Dolphins have to do is to beat the Jets. The Jets are 6-9. and nine. They're not playing for anything. And then all of a sudden, Freeman McNeil and Wesley Walker have their best games of the season and end up beating the Dolphins. So I'm hoping for the Dolphins. I love the Dolphins. I always will. But man, oh man, it just seems funny. So... A lot of things going on in Monroe County. We've sort of, I guess we'd say with our prep sports, we've been hibernating a little bit. Everybody has... Uh, been, you know, practicing or not practicing or a little bit inactive during the Christmas break. I know that boys basketball at Key West, boys basketball at Coral Shores were both pretty active. They played uh, some out-of-the-area teams. You know, Key West played Gig Harbor from Washington State. They also played against Coral Shores. Gig Harbor come from the great state of Washington. I guess they decided, where's the farthest place we could go? Where is it? And oh, I guess it's Key West from the state of Washington. And they made the trip and they ended up uh, beating Key West 75-39 at Key West. And uh, they also ended up beating Coral Shores at Coral Shores. And that uh, score was 69-37. So Gig Harbor... Comes with a loaded team to the Keys and comes away with two wins. And uh, congratulations to those guys. If you are checking for your Keys Weekly this week, in the Keys Weekly sports wrap, you're going to have the all-keys team for golf. This is the spot where we're going to recognize the best best golfers in the Keys. And if you check out the Keys Weekly today or tomorrow, you're going to see that exact keys weekly team you're going to see some pictures you're going to see some quotes from their coaches uh you're going to find out who the mvp of boys golf and the mvp of girls golf who are they in the florida keys in order to find that you got to go to the keys weekly and and check that out and i hope you guys enjoyed our all keys football team that came out i think all keys volleyball is coming out soon you know we want to honor All of the prep sports in the Keys by having our all-star teams. I hope you're enjoying them. If you have any feedback on them, you can go to sports at keysweekly.com and drop us a line. And let us know what you thought about it, what you liked, what you disliked, what you'd like to see. If you have any ideas for the actual sports wrap in print, you can send it there. If you have any ideas for the podcast this year. On the podcast, I want to keep it going. I want to talk to a lot of people that have impacted the Florida Keys in sport. I have a lot of people contacting me wanting to come on. If you'd like to come on the podcast, you feel like you have something to add, then you could hit us up at Keysweekly.com. Send me an email. I'll get it. I'd love to have you on. Um, We have a full schedule coming up. I know on today's podcast, the real big news is Andre Otto. He is a football player, a heavyweight wrestler, and a track athlete here at Key West High School, and he just signed a full scholarship at Florida State University to play football. Congratulations to him. We're going to have an interview with him later on in the show where he talks about his process for how, why, and exactly the, all the information about why he picked Florida State as a place for him, and it's not what you think it is, everybody. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna be shocked to find out the real reason behind the selection. Congratulations to him, and it's just really big, I think, for Monroe County, Whenever we get a Division I athlete in any sport signed, and congratulations to him. All of the other athletes that finished up their football season this year in 2022, I know Coral Shores, there's a couple guys looking to play at that next level, and hopefully Marathon has some. There's some more guys at Key West that are going to sign during the traditional signing period, which happens in about a month. This was the early signing period where Andre And Florida State came to an agreement. So, congratulations to him. You could hear that interview coming up in a couple of minutes. And now, we have uh, the schedule coming up for this week. Now, on January 5th, which is uh, actually the day that this podcast is coming out, right? Two, three, four. Yep, Thursday. January 5th, Coral Shores Boys Basketball is at Oxbridge Academy. Also on... um, Also on Thursday, the 5th, Marathon Girls Soccers at Westwood. Marathon Boys Basketball on the 6th is at Boca Raton. Key West Girls Soccer at South Florida Heat on the 6th. Also on the six, Coral Shores Girls Basketball is at Marathon at 4. On the six. Marathon Girls Soccer, Coral Shores Home 6 p.m. Um, also at Key West on the six, Boys Basketball South Broward coming to town. That's a 7.30 start at Marathon Boys Soccer Country Day at 4 on the 6th. And... Wrestling. We have Key West High School has a wrestling team. Coral Shores has a wrestling team. They're going to come together at the Somerset Scuffle at 3 p.m. on the 6th and the 7th. Key West uh, Girls Soccer is at Gulliver on the 7th. Key West Boys Soccer is Jacksonville Bowls at home, 1 p.m. Key West Boys Basketball is home against Boca Raton. Marathon Girls Basketball is at Keysgate on the 8th. Coral Shores Girls Basketball is at Keysgate on the 9th. Marathon Girls Basketball is at Key West at 530 on the 9th. Coral Shores. Boys Basketball is at Palm Glades on the 9th. Marathon Boys Basketball is home at Redlands Christian on the 10th. Coral Shores Girls Soccer is at... um, Key West is going up there at 4. Marathon Girls and Boys Soccer is at Cushman on the 10th. Key West Girls and Boys Basketball... Is going to be at uh, home against Coral Shores at 4 and 7 on the 10th. So mark your calendars for that one. January 10th is going to be Key West and Coral Shores at Key West. All the key schools on the 11th. Girls Weightlifting at Marathon at 4. And on the 12th. Marathon Boys Basketball are home against Hareb Christian at 5.30. Marathon Girls Basketball is home against Gulliver at 4 p.m. So that's your basketball schedule for this week. We really don't have too many results because it has been Christmas break and New Year's and all that great stuff. So I was talking about 2023. I want to talk about 2023 a little bit more. I really want to thank everyone at the Keys Weekly for allowing myself and Mrs. McDonald to host the Keys Weekly sports wrap. You could find the newspaper articles in the keys weekly that are written by my wife tracy mcdonald she does a great job on all that stuff and i do the podcast so we're really trying to shine a light on the prep sports in monroe county through the keys weekly and thank to thanks to the keys weekly for all the support that they provide and just to give a little breakdown at the halfway point Boys basketball is going very strong. Um, marathon basketball goes to the halfway point at two and five this year. Kevin's Freeman squad is starting to come together. They look good against Key West High School and against Coral Shores, and they're going to open up after the new year with old time rival Palmer Trinity, who is two and seven. They're playing at home. Uh, they played yesterday actually, and I don't have a score on that yet. Then tomorrow, they are home against Boca Raton Marathon. Then they play Palm Glades Prep Academy. So Marathon and Kevin Freeman, who you've heard on this podcast, is ready to get 2023 started with a bang. Coral Shores High School is played Oxbridge Academy yesterday, Palm Glades Prep Academy on the 9th. And like I said before, the 10th of January is going to be the big matchup. Key West High versus Coral Shores. Now, it's going to be interesting because, as I recall last year, Coral Shores went down to Key West and got the victory in basketball. And that's the first time that I could remember not only Coral Shores beating Key West, now that's happened before. I think it happened last time in the early 2000s. But that's the first time I could remember Coral Shores getting a victory in Key West. So new coach at the helm at Key West High School, Dexter Butler. I'm sure that he has that on his schedule marked because Coral Shores is good this year. Coach Mandozi, who's been on this podcast, has done a great job at Coral Shores over the last four or five years building that boys program into something that's really looking like they're going to make a run this year. And Key West High School, when they came to Marathon, I saw them play. They looked really, really good too. Coach Butler's done a great job down there so far this season. They have they have a lot of freshman firepower. They have their captain as a freshman. They have a lot of talent. They have a lot of young talent. So it's going to be an interesting battle on the 10th with Coral Shores and Key West High School because you're going to have an experienced Coral Shores basketball team. That has some size and they have some ability going down to Key West, playing in Key West against a Key West, very, very talented, but young team. So it's going to be a good one. I think everyone should get down to Key West to watch that game again. That is on January 10th at 630 p.m. So let's go to Key West High School. The last time they played was uh, on the 29th. When they played Gig Harbor, they play on the seventh against Boca Raton at home. They have Coral Shores on the 10th. They have Miami Brito on the 13th. Um, wrestling in Key West, I know I talked about it on the last podcast, I was at the tournament that uh, Coach Jimenez at Key West High School that he put together and there were schools from all over the place down there. I know wrestling is in full swing. If you saw the keys weekly a week or two ago, we talked about boys and girls soccer teams. All the boys and girls soccer teams have winning records going into Christmas break. So that's going to be a great end of the season for both. And really, you know, girls and boys soccer, they usually run, um, the districts and stuff happen towards the end of January. So I mean, it's the years flying by already, and 2023 just started a couple days ago. But you have soccer is going to be ending, basketball is going to be ending in the next month, and then we're going to go into spring sports. So I hope you guys are all ready for that, and I hope you guys are ready for. Our interview, congratulations to Christopher Andre Otto, one of our first guests on the podcast at the beginning of football season. You know, we sort of had him on and you can go back and listen to that. And he talks about growing up in Key West. You know, I think he was in New Orleans before that. And what it was like playing football through middle school and in high school. And we also get to talking about His recruitment process, what's it like? This gentleman was recruited by Stanford, Penn State, Harvard, Yale, Vanderbilt, Florida State. I mean... It doesn't get much better than that. If you're a a high school football player, you would love to be recruited by all those schools. And he talks about why he goes to Florida State and he talks about um, the impact that wrestling and track had on his football career. So everybody, I hope you guys enjoy this. Again, congratulations to Mr. Otto and here's the interview. As I said, it's a very big moment here at the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap with Coach McDonald. Uh, We have on our very own aspiring not even no longer aspiring he's going to be a division one scholarship football player uh christopher andre Otto, and he just signed with florida state university in tallahassee congratulations
1: thank you so much
0: um what was it so for our listeners you've had a very successful career so far in high school playing football wrestling and running track and fortunately you were noticed as an outstanding um offensive tackle and defensive lineman you were recruited and you received over 20 offers from some of the greatest institutions in our country um harvard vanderbilt stanford penn state florida state uh fiu many many other schools all was all were very interested in your services. What made you pick Florida State University?
1: So I want to pursue a film, like a film career. I want to become a cinematographer, a director when I'm older. And Florida State has a very, very good film school. And I love the staff. I love the people. I love the family there. My gut just told me that it was great and that I should go there.
0: So I remember we talked earlier in the year, you know, when you were undecided and you talked about your interest in film and and how you wanted to make film. You were already currently making films and, and you have won uh, many a contest. So that's something that you want to continue at Florida State. Uh, so do you plan on majoring in film when you're there?
1: Um uh- I am planning on that. Yes, sir. I'm going to go into the DNP program and then probably get my master's in the film school after that.
0: Uh, for our listeners and myself, what is the DNP program?
1: So that's kind of like the broadcasting, action sports, like all that type of stuff. So okay. Like-
0: so that that's fascinating. So um, now what. When was the moment that you decided that that you wanted to go to Florida State? I'm sure that there was so many people telling you so many different things, but when was the moment and how did that happen?
1: So I've always had Florida State in mind, and then I just didn't want to make any rash decisions, so I waited till my official visit, which happened right before Christmas break. And once I went up there, I kind of knew it was right for me, and I was like, this is definitely the school So I kind of knew as I got up on the official visit for Florida State.
0: So what was it about the official visit that caused you to decide? Because prior to that, you you were at Stanford, correct? Yes, sir. You were at Vanderbilt. Where else did you take official visits to?
1: My official visits were Princeton, Stanford, Syracuse, and FSU.
0: And then... So were there any other moments? Was there a moment when you were at Syracuse and you said, I could see myself doing this or perhaps Princeton, I could do this. Did you have any of those moments anywhere else?
1: I've had those moments from all the schools that I went to. And then I realized that like, I could see myself basically anywhere that I put myself. I feel like I can adapt to wherever I go, but I try to, I try, I try to like think about it. I was like, but where do I want to go to where I could see myself fit best? Because I feel like I fit everywhere pretty well though. You know what I mean? Because uh, yeah. as I went on those official visits, I realized that, like, all those places, I felt like I could have fit in there. Like, Syracuse was awesome. It felt like a home there, too. And same with Stanford and Princeton. They all felt great.
0: Now, how how instrumental were the coaches at Florida State as far as making you feel at home and making you want to attend there?
1: Uh, the, the coaches there are awesome. The staff, like, I try to look around the staff and just at the school, but... FSU definitely had the cherry on top when it came to staff. I really love their staff and how they handle things. All of them. They're like a great family.
0: Now, I was doing a little research uh, prior to this, and there were a few instances where some of the people, the quote-unquote people on the Internet, they were discussing whether you were going to play offensive tackle at the college level or defensive line. Now, do they give you an indication of where they want you to play uh, at Florida State?
1: I think it's going to be offense, probably be an offensive tackle to start off with.
0: And then what's your feelings about that?
1: I don't mind that. I mean, I prefer offense over defense anyways, but I'll play wherever they want me to play. You know what I mean?
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. And then, you know, and then to like, I don't know that much about the recruiting process and stuff like that, but I do know a little bit about um, offensive line and I'm sure that and to me in my mind this is a ridiculous question because I already know the answer to it but you're coming from Key West High School and like coach you said you're one of the best drive blockers he's ever seen so you've had so much experience being a run blocker because that's what the offense dictated you to do now for me personally I played offensive line a long time ago and to me it always seemed like Pass blocking was so much easier than run blocking. And do you how confident do you feel in your past protection? And are you do you feel like you're ready to go and compete pretty early uh, considering your lack of pass blocking in your career?
1: I think that it's going to take me a little time to get into it, but I feel like after a few months of training, I'll be able to get up to there.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. And you're going to have literally the greatest teachers in the world because like those college football coaches, that's their profession and they're they're paid well and they're highly thought of as far as their ability to teach concepts. And in my mind, if you're a great drive blocker, you're going to be able to pass block easily and you're gonna love it because in my mind as far as blocking wise goes it's always easier to pass block than it is to run block and especially a player like you where you're so fast and agile I think you're you're going to take to it immediately so um congratulations to you on that and I had another question um are you and I, I'm clueless to as the uh, how this goes are you going to be an early enrollee
1: I thought about it, but after talking with my family, um, I feel like it's not the best just family-wise.
0: Yeah, I agree. So let me explain that to our listeners, okay, um, Andre? So what happens sometimes, especially with someone like you. You're, I dare say you're like a high profile recruit is sometimes the schools will have those players start the semester after Christmas. So there's a lot of people that probably signed to Florida state that are going to be enrolling at Florida state this January. So they graduate high school early. They go to their college. It gives them a scholarship that allows them to lift weights, you know, January, February, March participate in spring football. And then they start Now, What happens is, and I think you made the right choice, is those players are literally they're they're saying goodbye to high school a semester early so you would be missing wrestling you would be uh missing track you would be missing your prom you would be missing graduation you would be missing all of those things and you know you're going to probably be be in tallahassee for the following five years after you graduate so what's the rush so that was something that you talked about with your family and you decided that you were not going to leave early and that you were just going to be a senior correct yes sir yeah, I think that that's a that's a fantastic fantastic pick. Now, I had another question for you. If, if you were if you were going to be a guy that left in December, how quickly would you have to act? Is that is that a decision that you make in August? Like, did you guys talk about that in August, or because you're going to have to take some classes online to graduate early? Correct. What did you say? I said, when did you make that decision not to be an early enrollee?
1: I mean. I made that decision when I talked to my mom about it. She kind of opened up my eyes on, like, why we can't do it. But before that, I have all the credits besides one English class to be able to early enroll. I got my schedule set up too early enroll, actually. Oh. So I should be able to early enroll unless if I do, like, one English class and I should be good. You know what I mean?
0: yeah I, absolutely i do that's fascinating and that's and how was how much did other schools did the other schools did stanford did vanderbilt did florida state was that a big issue for them as far as we want you to be an early enrollee or if you don't want to that's fine
1: they're they're not too worried about it they they mentioned it but they said that i'll be fine without it you know
0: yeah and i and i
1: beneficial because it's like an extra six months of adapting to college getting college coaching getting in this like the weight room all of it you know what i mean
0: right and and i think that sometimes and and what do you think about this too i mean sometimes that's that's position specific and i think that there's some positions that usually play earlier You know what I mean? Like if you're a great wide receiver, you got a great chance of being a great wide receiver as a freshman, but it always seems that offensive linemen in college that you're going to need a year or two to develop. You're probably going to put on weight. You're going to get stronger. You're going to learn the offense and, and it's not, I think it's not as common for an offensive lineman to really play as a freshman. So with that in mind, enjoy your senior year, especially at a place like Key West High School, where you guys have so many traditions and so many fun things that that you're going to get to experience. Graduate high school, and then you're going to be at Florida State for pro- hopefully, you know, for four or five years. Exactly. Um, so talking about these other schools, Andre, what, what was it like for you? Like to me, what sort of blew me away is when I saw on uh, social media that you had not only you I mean you had interest from Stanford. I wasn't surprised, but you took a visit out there. What was it like over there at Stanford University? What was it like in California? How much different was it than Key West?
1: It was awesome. I I, I truly loved it in California. Like I just believe that it was the right fit for me. I could see myself after college living in the West Coast for sure now because of that. It was it was perfect. Yeah, I loved it up there.
0: So, obviously, if you do have a future in filmmaking, there's a very good possibility that you could end up in California. So, when you see yourself as someone who makes film, and what kind of of film do you see yourself making?
1: I kind of like more of the fantasy look of film. I kind of like all genres though. Like I like horror, I like drama, I like action. I I like all of them. So, I'm fine with any of them.
0: So, what are your what are the the movies? What are a couple of movies that really inspired you to make film?
1: Uh, some of my favorite, of course, you can't go wrong with like Star Wars, Harry Potter and Marvel, but my favorite movie of all time right now is Shawshank Redemption or not yeah, Shawshank, yeah. I love that movie.
0: That um, yeah. So you would say something like watching a film like Shawshank Redemption, you're watching that film and you're like, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to tell these kinds of stories. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think the most fascinating thing about you is the fact that you're already making film now. So what is, do you have a current project going on right now and what is it?
1: I'm working on a comedy short film right now for a film competition. Yes, sir.
0: Really? And how's that going?
1: I just finished writing the script, so now I have to work on the shot list, and then I'm going to get the crew together and start shooting it after Christmas break.
0: Well, let me ask you something else. You know, going through this whole process, uh, you're almost graduated high school. You have one more semester. Uh, Starting off, you know, I saw a a coach I used to work with, uh, Danny Jimenez at Key West High School. He posted a a picture of you uh, playing football at HOB. And I and I thought to myself, you come through this system of, of playing football at HOB and then going to Key West High School, what advice would you have to like younger players, maybe an eighth or ninth grader, as what are the things that you learned from this process that you could pass on to other kids in Monroe County?
1: Uh honestly, you could talk to any senior that plays football and they'll give you the same advice. But this is so true. It's definitely keep your grades up starting young and keep it going and pushing so you don't have to worry about that stress of picking up your grades at the end. Keep your grades up for sure. And then not only that, but stay true to the coach and stick in the weight room, get bigger because you might have that mentality that you're the best, but there's someone out there that can work harder than you.
0: And then I thought uh, another question I wanted to ask you was was this. When did you realize that you were going to be a Division One? football player that's a guy that's going to get a scholarship like like when did you realize this is going to happen for me i'm not sure where i'm going yet and i'm not sure what team i'm going to play for what position i'm going to play for but i have this interest and someone's going to give me a scholarship when did you realize that
1: so at first i I was questioning myself a lot i questioned like how i was doing things because i didn't get my first division one offer until after my junior year. So I was kind of like questioning, like if I was good enough to be Division One, and like I'd always get those like little camp invites from like the Division Two, II, Division Three schools. So I was like, maybe that's the level I'm at. And then one day, Coach Hughes called me and said that I got an offer. And I talked to the coaches, and they gave me an offer from Eastern, uh, Con- yeah, Eastern Kentucky. And I, that was the point when I realized, like, I could actually do something, you know?
0: So. Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. That, that has to be a fantastic feeling to realize, okay, I don't have to worry. Eastern Kentucky has offered me a scholarship. I'm going to be a division one football player. And then, and then it builds from there. And then let me ask you this. Was there any part of you that was like, and like you had answered this before saying you saw, you see yourself fitting in wherever you went, but was there ever a pull towards the Ivy leagues because of the reputation those schools have?
1: Oh yes, sir. There definitely was. I mean, they were some of my first offers also. So I had three offers before the Ivy League started pulling in and giving me offers. And that was one of my serious picks was Princeton. I really, really considered Princeton. I love the place. It was an awesome like experience at Princeton.
0: So it was the Ivy League schools that offered you were uh, Princeton, Yale and where else?
1: I had Princeton, Yale, Harvard um who else i want to say there was upenn and then at the end i started talking to cornell
0: or cornell cornell yeah what 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 a fantastic experience that you have and and here you are you're just you're just like a, a kid that grew up in key west um made fantastic grades you played three sports and this goes into my next question how important do you think it was in your development that you did participate in three sports, football, wrestling, and track, and not just what a lot of players want to do, focus on one sport?
1: Can you repeat that one more time? I'm so sorry.
0: No problem. Off. No problem. How important do you think it was to your development that you did three different sports instead of just concentrating on football the whole time?
1: Um. Honestly, I feel like... The sports really helped me, like, because they kind of prioritize stuff, especially wrestling and track. Wrestling helped me as a lineman, and track made me faster and more agile and flexible. So they really helped me. But also just sticking in the weight room after season really, really helps. Like, my sophomore year, going into my junior year, I didn't do anything but football and track, and I stayed in the weight room the whole time, and I feel like that's what changed me, like, physically a lot. That That one really helped.
0: So like, honestly, because I have a, a lot of, of, uh, athletes in Monroe County listen to this podcast, And I deal with a lot of athletes in Monroe County. And the biggest thing that we find as coaches is trying to get these, these players into the weight room to get stronger because, you know, you have you, you have Xavier Arrington who won the state championship last year in weightlifting. And you guys are the two, probably the two most dominant linemen in Monroe County. And both you guys spent a lot of time in the weight room. Now, how, how often are you lifting weights in the off season?
1: This season, I haven't really been able to lift weights as much. I've been in wrestling, trying to lose weight. Yeah. But last year and the year before, I was in the weight room almost every day. So unless like Saturday and Sunday were kind of like my rest days, but Monday through Friday, I was in the weight room.
0: So how is wrestling going for you this year?
1: It's going pretty well. i still got to lose some more weight. I'm working on that. But um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: otherwise, I feel like practicing wise, I'm just becoming better.
0: So um let me ask you this. When you talk about, when you talk about, so you want to wrestle heavyweight, correct? Yes, sir. And what's the limit on that now? Is it 285? Yes, sir. All right. So you, you, you know, like all wrestlers, you have to cut weight to make your weight. And then um, the, who's wrestling the current heavyweight? My wife who writes for the paper was telling me all about him. Who's the heavyweight right now?
1: Ralph Ritchie. He's also yes. an offensive lineman. He's going down to 225. But Right now he's about, 240 maybe 230 working down but for now he's
0: in heavyweight now let me ask you this because this sort of parlays with the film have you ever seen the wrestling film vision quest no sir all right you gotta watch this movie it's fantastic it's a movie from the 80s but it's about a wrestler uh matthew modine who he wants to drop a bunch of weight because he wants to wrestle this guy who was a three time state champion going into his senior year. So he's tries to drop all this weight and that's what got me thinking about it. But as far as wrestling goes, so you're gonna you're gonna accomplish your goal. You're gonna be wrestling heavyweight, and then Ralph Ritchie's gonna be able to cut weight and move down to 220. And uh, I think I saw Ritchie wrestling at the tournament when you were you were on a on a visit. And I went down to the Key West tournament with my wife, and we were watching everybody. And man, Ralph Ritchie looked good. Now I can't yes, imagine sir. he drops down. What is it? Is it 220? Yes, sir. So he drops down to two twenty. He's gonna be a force, you know, and then where do you see yourself finishing? What is your goal for wrestling this year?
1: Uh, my goal is definitely becoming the state champion.
0: That's fantastic. And and how instrumental has um has um coach Chaz been to you as far as wrestling?
1: Oh, he's definitely one of the best coaches I've ever had. He's like a father figure to me, honestly. But um Just he's done a lot to help me like physically and mentally to like get me up to that point, you know
0: So what are the because we talk a lot about coaching on this podcast, too What would you say as far as a a player's perspective? What makes him such a good coach?
1: I feel like He has he he like Has a mindset that not many people can see and he's really really hard on most people and when he does that It shows that like he wants you to be better
0: Okay, so I think what you're trying to say is that he's very demanding?
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: Okay, all right. So because he sets a high standard as a coach, you feel like this is something that you can attain, and then also it pushes you to reach the standard that he has set for you. Yes, sir. All right, so as far as wrestling goes too, like what would you say like the biggest differences are for you mindset-wise when it comes to you wrestling someone versus you're playing against your team is playing against another team.
1: Well, wrestling is definitely one of the hardest sports I've ever done. It's really physically demanding, mentally demanding also, but with wrestling It's a one on one sport. Football, you have a whole other team to be with. And if you go wrong, it's completely on you. Like, there's no one else that you can blame for that. And with wrestling, unlike football, football has about six to 12 minute or like second plays. And then there's a break in between. Wrestling is two minute rounds for three rounds, if not overtime. So that's six to maybe even eight minutes of straight wrestling. That's, that's so physically draining as, especially as a bigger person to keep that type of endurance, you know,
0: when did you start wrestling?
1: I wrestled a little in seventh and eighth grade for like, maybe like two practices a week, but like didn't really do much. And then I wrestled my freshman year and then COVID year hit and I didn't wrestle. And then I wrestled my so- or junior year and now I'm wrestling now.
0: So, how far did you get last year as a junior as far as the state championship goes?
1: I placed seventh in state.
0: Right. And so now, how much of the season do you have left?
1: We probably have, I mean, state championships are in March. It's like March 16th or something around there. But so I have about three months until then.
0: And then, is there a minimum amount of matches you need to qualify?
1: i'm pretty sure you just have to win the district and uh if you go to the district um or if you wrestle in districts and then you win that and then you wrestle in regionals and you get at least third or fourth in that then you're able to go to uh, states
0: so let's let's talk about the most important thing that everybody wants to know um so you're you're cutting weight what what's the diet you're on what are you doing to to make this happen
1: Right now, I'm doing a lot of low carbs. You're supposed to drink a lot of water, and you eat about six meals a day, but they're really small meals.
0: And all of them low carb? Yes, sir. How's that? What's your favorite low carb meal?
1: Well, my mom introduced me to cauliflower rice, so we make like cauliflower fried rice, which is really good.
0: Okay. And then, so then besides that, it's just your regular fare, like eggs and bacon and, and different types of meats and those kind of low carb type of things. Yes, sir. That's, that's fascinating. I'm, I'm always trying to lose weight and I'm always trying to get tips from everybody on how to do it because I'm trying to get smaller as I get older. So, yes, sir. so Florida State University. Now, here's my next question did they give you a report date yet? Like, are you going a couple weeks after you graduate high school or are you going to have a full summer and report in the fall?
1: I should be reporting like almost right after graduation. So or may or June.
0: See, and then as, as far as like my opinion goes, you know, like with, with, um, my oldest son, you know, he plays a pilot at FIU. And after he graduated, he went up there about a week or two a week or two later after he graduated and he was there for the summer and that was a great time and I'm sure it'll be a great time for you too to get yourself acclimatized to the university get yourself acclimatized to the coaches to the workouts to how everything works and then like when camp opens and you're going to feel very comfortable with everything when school opens you're going to feel very comfortable with everything what are your goals as far as your freshman year there?
1: I just want to get as big and as strong and learn everything. I I just want to get as much material as possible.
0: So your your goals are just to go there and just figure everything out year one. Yes, sir. And then to put on as much muscle as you can. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, I'm sure with the work ethic that you've displayed here in Monroe County the last four years, I'm sure you're going to be able to achieve those goals. Um, Is there anyone right now, you know, out there that that you feel helped contribute to your success that you would like to thank
1: um i don't of course i want to thank all my coaches and my parents for helping me and i definitely want to thank the universities for giving me the chance to be able to go there
0: well, I'd like to tell you one more time, congratulations, and and thank you for coming on the podcast again, and I know everyone up and down the Keys is excited for you and going to be rooting for you in the next four or five years, and And good luck, and hopefully you win a couple national championships.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for coming on.
1: You too. All right, have a good day.
0: Thank you. What a way to start 2023. Thank you to the Keys Weekly. Everybody check out the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap on the keysweekly.com. Also, you could continue listening to this podcast. If you go to keysweekly.com, you could hear this podcast every Thursday. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. If you have any ideas for what you want to hear or what you want to see in the newspaper, please email us at sports at keysweekly.com. Thank you guys. Have a great week.